Praise the Lord. This is uh, Brad Julius Adewumi. And today, I would like to present a series that me and my wife will be doing. It's going to be called Question and Answers. Ask Pastor Julius. And I have a bunch of questions that have come in the mail, through the email from listeners from all over the radio listening audience from Africa, from different places. And um, some of these I already replied to them by email when they came. You can see there are so many pages here over the several months. And we have been on radio stations for several years right now. So there are others that were in the 1980s, 1990s. But I just realized that this, uh, this, ra this radio questions and answers that listeners that are listening, mostly believers that were listening to these missionary radio stations. And they have asked questions on, that are Bible topics and uh, we have responded to them by email. But I just found it that it may be very useful to those that are listening in the 2020s to hear some of those questions because some of them are also posted on my website gospeldistribution.org under Q&A, it's called QA, question and answers. Those are from the 1980s, 1990s. But there are new ones that are coming in in the 20, 2020s from the video that we are sending out and from the radios that we are still going on in Africa and many parts of the world, missionary radio stations. And now we also have radio broadcasts on the regular radio stations in Nigeria that are not missionary decisions, just uh, commercial decisions and the government decisions. Uh, the questions also are becoming from believers that were listening, because mostly believers are interested in the gospel or the Bible. And they ask questions that are passing to families and what does the Bible say about this, that I believe can be also useful, especially when it comes to the pandemic that was going on. Many people were asking questions about that and uh, we answered their questions. and. I just decided that some of these questions can be also useful if we make an audio of it and uh, get people that are new to the to the ministry to see the questions that are becoming in and they may also learn something from the answer we have already given in, in this. So later it will be a series where my wife will be sitting there. She's still busy right now. She will ask the questions by reading them from the something and I will not only read the, the answer that was given, but I may be able to expand shades or explain further or refer to some more Bible verses concerning that particular topic. That will be the series that we're going to do, and it's going to be a separate channel on our video on demand as we continue. But this is just introduction to that particular channel that will be coming here. So many, so many of the questions that come that we will be Talking about this one is from February 2021 from a pastor somewhere in uh, Africa, I believe. 
is Pastor Greg, and he was talking to talking about Revelation chapter 13. So you can see that it's uh, something that is fresh in the mind of people, and uh, he was talking about the USA in prophecy. Many people have talked about that. Where is USA in the prophecy in the Bible? You know, the Bible was written before there was any United States of America. The Bible was written before there was any North and South America. The Bible was written long before there was a Christopher Columbus discovering this part of the world. But you see, does, does that mean the Lord God doesn't know about it? Does that mean the Lord God that created the earth does not know about this part of the world? He knew about it. And it's also in the scriptures. So many people have tried to point out where is that in the Bible? Where does it point to it? And, we, and I gave a quick explanation. That was this question in this, uh, from, this minister, from this pastor. I'm just, I'm just doing this as a beginning because when, when we, the next series, my wife will be sitting there asking the question and I will be answering. But here is the, the first one from the last page of this bunch of printouts. This was written in February 14 by email to my gospeldistribution.org. And if you also are listening, you have questions that you like to ask from the Bible or from life, because there are many questions that have to relate to what do we do about this type of situation in life. And we explain from the scripture, point to the Bible verses that can help them. Now this one is, so I say if you also want to write questions, write to, send email to me. If you go to my website, the short form for the website is gdeva.org. That's Gospel Distribution Evangelical Association. That's what it means. G-D-E-V-A.org. That is the short form. Or you can spell it out and call gospeldistribution.org. That's another website that is linked together, but our front page is gdeva.org. But if you go to that and you see something like look like a resources tab or a small library image, click on that library image, you will go to gospeldistribution.org where we have all our resources, books, sermons that have been printed and books that have been printed and type magazines that have been printed since since 1990s, 1980s. So that is where you get a lot of resources that will help in building you up. And if you want to ask questions, you can go to that website and click on the feedback or and use you an email will come up, you can write your questions there and it will come straight to Julius A at Gospel Distribution.org. If you want to just Get the re email address is my first name Julius with the last letter A for the last name Julius A. Julius A, that's A as in Alpha. At gospeldistribution.org. That will be my direct email that will come to me. And if you go to that website and you click on feedback, it's coming to that email address also. And there's another one that can be even a short form that is really like just letter J. Just letter J for Julius. J for Julius. Letter G at gdeva.org. That's the shop test email that I have. It's called letter J at G as in gospel, D as in distribution, EVA. That's evangelical association.org. gdeva.org. J at D. That will also come straight to me. That's another email. And that is where this came from, from a pastor in Africa. His name is Pastor Gregory. And he was talking about Revelation chapter 13. And he wanted to know more about it. He said, it's not the USA that is morphed into this second beast. And so, so, so without reading the old something, we know he's talking about the first beast is Europe and the second beast. And so on. So what is this? And uh, that is the question. It's about the book of Revelation chapter 13. And is that where the 
USA was pointed out, like I said, that is exactly where the USA was pointed out because I was preaching that in some of my sermons. That was why he was asking the question. And he was asking, the question really was, Revelation chapter, Revelation chapter 13 pointed to the governments or nations that are represented prophetically. So America is pointed to by the second beast and the two horns. That, okay, okay, that was my answer. That was my answer. This is his question. This is Pastor Gregory from West of Western Nigeria. And he said, during the last few years, I've been aware that the USA government has implemented a specific strategy to coerce over sovereign nations and their leaders to comply with America's global political strategy. So he went on talking about the uh, USA. And then he said, in, in Revelation chapter 13, the passage says 16, verse 16, the lamb-like beast also forced all people, great and small, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hands or on their foreheads, and so that they could not buy or sell unless they had the mark, which is the name of the. If could not buy or sell unless they have the mark, it's not a description of an economic structure. I do not know what to be. That's this question. Obviously, we are only at the beginning of the of a possible fulfillment of the prophecy concerning the second beast. With a strong evangelical, Protestant, and conservative mainline Christian. Heritage USA was at one time suddenly was lamb-like. So he actually was repeating some of the things I pointed out in the sermon. So he more or less was pointing to the same thing. So he was not really asking questions, more or less pointing to the same thing that I pointed out. He said, will you agree on this? That's his question. Will you agree on this? What is his question? That's his last, last sentence. Will you agree on this? Talking about Revelation chapter 13, the, first, the, the beast that was lamb-like, with two hands, this what was saying. We like, and my response because that was exactly what I have preached, and I don't know why he has listened to that sermon, and it was more or less clarifying it and saying, well, "You agree on this?" And that was where my response to him was in, in the, at the top here because I even so the email came on the top and the question came at the bottom. And I response Revelation chapter thirteen. That's my response now. Is Revelation chapter thirteen pointed to the government's auditions that are represented prophetically? That's what I was starting to respond to. I said, thank you, Pastor Gregory, for your email. Revelation chapter 13 pointed to the government's nations that are represented prophetically. So America is pointed to by the second beast. And the two horns, as I have preached on the radio, are USA and Canada. Somebody can say, well, what about the North and South America? Well, you can also say it's North and South America, but it says two horns. Each horn always represents a king. When you look at the book of Revelation, and... And the seven, the hair, seven hairs and ten horns, it says there are ten, ten kings for horns. So we can also see those two kings will be like two major countries in that, this part of the world. So that's why I prefer to call it USA and Canada because when you look at USA and Canada, they represented what you say, two Christian nations. That's why they look lamb-like also. And that is exactly what I was explaining this, uh, my answer to this pastor. Because it was simply saying, do you agree to what he was explaining further? Because that's essentially what I have preached on my radio. And I told him in this email, I said, and the two horns as I have preached on the radio are USA and Canada. The two technology countries of the North America. I have preached Revelation series on radio, even in Ibadan, Space FM 90.1 daily broadcast, about 6 p.m. Nigerian time. I also said, you can read the sermons or listen to the broadcast on my website here. And I give him a, a, 
a URL. So it's not that USA will morph into the second beast, like he was saying, is that morph, Mr. Morph is changing. See, USA is one of the horns of the second beast. That's my assertion. You need to read my Daniel series also, where a horn represented a king or a nation. The first beast is Europe. See, I say Europe, because people always say, well, the, and the beast is a particular, a particular man. No, it's, it's, when, you, when you go back and look at the explanation comparing scriptures with scriptures, compare the book of Daniel and with the book of Revelation, he said a beast has seven heads, ten horns. So that is just talking about Europe, not one person. The ten horns, uh, individual horn is a king. So European continent, you can say it's been represented because when the angel was describing the beast with seven heads and ten horns, he was describing the, the land of Rome that is also on seven mountains. See? And he says it's talking about Rome, but it's actually the whole continent is really what he's talking about because even though Rome is what was being described in that generation that was sitting on, ten, on seven hills, representing seven heads, in the book of Revelation, chapter 17, they are all same thing. You see, chapter 17 mentioned seven heads, ten horns. Chapter 13 mentioned seven heads, ten horns of the book of Revelation. They are talking about the same thing. There he is talking about Rome. Then he mentioned that the city itself is the city that is written upon the world, that is sitting upon seven heads. But you see, you can look at that and see, actually, he's talking about the community, the European continent, really. Because it's said seven horns, and each horn is a king. In that book of Revelation, also in the book of Daniel, ten horns. So now you can see what he, what we are talking about. That it's actually the, the the beast that we always call the the Antichrist or the beast called Antichrist is actually representing Europe because they actually we can say Europe was almost the super ruling the world, so to speak, before there was America. That was why the it was symbolizing as a beast that has seven heads and ten horns. Now it went further in. I went further in my explanation and said, "I said you need to read my Daniel series, and you can also go to my website or download my Gospel Redemption EA app on your cell phone and search for the Daniel story, Daniel series. I have a audio also on that on that uh, audio on demand on my, on that app that we point to the book of Daniel series that we have preached on radio over and over again." And talking from the life history of Daniel throughout through all his prophecies, Daniel chapter 7, 8, 9, and 10, we are talking about prophecies on 11 and 12. I see, I was saying, you need to read my Daniel series also where a horn represented a king or a nation. The first beast is Europe with 10 horns, meaning 10 major kings, according to the, the book of Daniel and the book of Revelation. 10 major kings. It's too much to explain here. So go to my website and listen to the Daniel series. That's what I was saying in my, to this minister. And the Revelation series sermons, which you also can listen to. The Revelation series also, I have put them in form of video on demand on my hubs. So if you go to, if you download that, that uh, video on demand, how of gospel distribution EA, that's how you spell it. Search for gospel distribution EA, meaning Evangelical Association. That is the, uh, the name, the acronym for the for the Android app or iPhone. If you have, if you have iPhone, just type that uh, Gospel Distribution EA and if you give you the app, you can install it and you can listen to all our sermons over the years on that, uh, from, on your cell phone. Now, and they said, 
I couldn't put the summons on the on the Lagos broadcast on Tumba FM because it's a weekly broadcast and it will take so many weeks to complete, almost six months. So I was telling him that he was listening to the one in, on, in Lagos, which is weekly. Then it will be too long for, for us to run through Daniel's because that was weekly. But he could go ahead and read it himself. And that was the answer to this question about the beast that we call the Antichrist in the book of Revelation chapter 13. So you can see that um, this will be helpful. This particular series of questions and answers will be very helpful to you and anyone that is listening that would like to know more about what we have answered the questions of my either Bible questions or the question that has to do with uh, life that many other people ask. I saw that question. Now somebody asked. There are some questions that are so specific, so question, there's so much of a of a debating type of thing. We don't want to discuss that, but here is another question from. Okay, let me read this next question here. This is from somebody that we classify as say his, his name is uh, Dennis from somewhere in Africa. Dennis. He said, I was drawn to a man in USA who asked that I visit his website, which he recommended as one, which is truly the true word of God. But what I saw there was contrary. Now, this is the fellow that, that wrote this, uh, this email to me as a response to listening to radio stations. He, he wrote this one and said he was driven, he was drawn to a man in USA, maybe because he knew that we were also talking from USA. And he said, the, the, the man invited him or asked him to visit his website, which he recommended as one of the true word of God. But what I saw there was contrary. This is a person that was saying that he, he, the title of this email was false teaching. So there are many things taught in the churches in the United States that are completely wrong. <laughs> That's his, uh, the man, this man's assertion. The best thing for all of us to do is to have a close, intimate relationship with the Lord, where there is no doubt as to what we should be doing. Those that are led by the Spirit of the Lord are the, are the mature sons of God. Rarely do I watch Christian television here. This is somebody in Africa. There is too much false doctrine also being preached. Oh, he's talking about even in Africa. And he's from uh, somewhere in Nigeria. And he gave me the website of this person. And I don't really want to tell about anybody because that's this man's opinion that uh, he went to this website and he thought there are so many false teachings there. And he also said, even he doesn't watch Christian television, even in, uh, in Africa, in Nigeria, that there are too much false teachings. So I cannot judge this man that wrote this thing because I don't know him. Neither did he put his, his own opinion here. He was more or less just uh, lambasting what he has, what is the state of uh, affairs of the churches or the ministries. It's what he was talking about. And if anybody asks a question like this from me, I don't even go to that website to go and be, because I know, yeah, there will be so many websites and so many teachings. Even if they, everybody has their own teaching, and many false, and many true, many. In, in between, but uh, we put our own also out there as the word of the living God, as he has revealed it to us. Everybody is explaining the scriptures according to the understanding given to you. And the understanding given to us is what we are used to preach it, to preach the word. So, but the website he put here is, is uh, I'm not going to describe it because you don't want to, I don't want to 
I didn't even go there to go and search out what the man, what this website was teaching, but they also said they are Holy God. So that's why I just left that a little bit. What I responded to him is this. I said, thank you for your email. Be led by the Spirit. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Romans 8, chapter, 4, chapter 8, verse 14. That's all I replied to him. So if he's led by the Spirit, even if he read something from somebody that is false, he can just throw it away. Don't let it stick. Without, without pointing to any particular person this man was mentioning. So that's just my wisdom that say, don't get myself trying to... Uh, I like how a minister said it. He said that you can't, you don't, uh, you don't brighten your own lamp by putting off somebody else's lamp. Just leave them alone. That does not make you brighter. Just because you put off their lamp does not make yours brighter. So just leave them alone. And if you believe they are doing this, preaching for us, you preach the truth. Let the people that are listening design whether this is the truth and that is the false. Because every believer, every born again believer has been given the Holy Spirit, who is the real teacher. Every born again believer has been given the Holy Spirit, which is the true and the living teacher that is inside you. Every other people that don't have the Holy Ghost, they are just listening to texts. And those who don't have the Holy Ghost are just explaining the text. The body Bible said the letter kill it. The letter of the word, just reading the English or the Hebrew or the Greek. The letter kill it. But the spirit give a life. That is the, in the book of the word of God comes by revelation of the Holy Ghost. He can explain to you what he meant when he wrote that. And it, it is order, it is authored by the Holy Spirit rather than the letters and the teacher and the book, the people that even wrote it. If you can wake up Isaiah the prophet and say, Isaiah, what do you mean by this Isaiah chapter 53 verse 4? He most likely couldn't explain it the way the Holy Ghost is explaining it to us now. That he was talking about the Messiah. That his blood that was shed on the cross was for redeeming mankind. And that he was wounded for our transgression. He actually meant that our sins and sicknesses are taken away by the Lord Jesus Christ on the cross. He wrote it down because that was how he was inspired. Couldn't explain it to them more than that he wrote it down. So if people, that's why the Jews up to the time of Christ, up to now, the rabbinic Jews don't want to believe Jesus Christ. They will try to give their own meaning to what Isaiah wrote down. They thought, well, he's talking about Israel as a nation that was being wounded. You see, they didn't want to accept Jesus. But you see, the word of God is understood by revelation, not by the letters. If you just read the letters in Hebrew and thinking you know Hebrew so much, you are just misleading. You are going to be misled. But if you can get to the author, the author is the Holy Spirit, not Isaiah the prophet. The author is the Holy Spirit and not uh, Jeremiah the prophet. And that is what I'm trying to point out. So be led by the Spirit, and if you have the Holy Spirit, it will lead you to all truth. It's what the Lord Jesus Christ said. So that's why all I quoted to him is that just be led by the Spirit of God. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. He is the truth teacher. That was why Apostle John wrote and said, You have the Holy Spirit in you. He is the one that teaches you nobody needs to teach you. But he has said, even though we can read that to you, it doesn't mean you don't need to listen to anybody teaching or preaching the word of God. Because the same scripture said, God has put in his church ministries, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors and teachers. So if there's no need for pastors and teachers, God will not say he put them in the body of Christ. So when I read this one to you, that we are apostles, John, was writing that we already have the Spirit of God in us, who is our teacher, that no man, no, no, nobody needs to teach you anything. There's something that you don't listen to the teacher, otherwise you won't be listening to Apostle John either. Also. So you see, we have to rightly divide the word of truth.
Because here in the letter of Apostle John chapter first John chapter two from verse twenty six, he said, These things I have I have fire written unto you concerning them that seduce you. But the anointing which ye have received of him abideth in you, and ye need not that any man teach you. But as the same anointing teacheth you of all things, and is truth, and is no lie, and even as it has taught you, ye shall abide in him. Does it mean that nobody should listen to any teachers of the Bible? That's not how you should interpret that. Even though he said you don't need a man to teach you, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't listen to teachers of the world. But the Holy Ghost in you will lead you to the true word of the word of God, whether they are preaching it in your church, or you are reading it from somebody's book, or listening on the radio or on the television. The Spirit of God in you will confirm whether that's the truth or whether that's lie. And to avoid the lies and stay with the truth. So that is what this is telling us, the anointing is teaching you. That we confirm that, that what you are hearing, that that's the truth. What you are hearing. Otherwise, you does not need to put teachers and prophets and pastors in the body of Christ. So that's what I'm trying to explain. Now, okay. This is, that was the answer to that particular brother. He's not a pastor, but he, is, he has said his, his name is Dennis. Now, in the next one, it's another question from the from the audience, and I'm going to actually stop this one now. We continue in the next session. And God bless you. Amen.